0: Welcome to Sundays at Cafe Tabac, the podcast. Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride, Karen. Happy Pride, Wanda. Hi, I'm Wanda Costa.
1: And I'm Karen Song, and we're the filmmakers of the Documentary Feature Film Project of the same name that's still in progress.
0: And we wanted to launch this podcast series of coming out stories right now as an affirmation to the courage, vision, strength, and joy in our community amidst the cancellations of all of our public pride celebrations this year due to the unfortunate COVID pandemic. Uh,
1: For our first episode, we're launching it with Wanda's coming out story, which we originally recorded for the documentary. Um, So, Wanda, I love that the humble beginnings of you becoming this, you know, illustrious nightlife impresario in our community started really as a personal way for you to come out.
0: Yes, it wasn't easy for me to come out, and I finally did later in my 20s. I really just needed to be surrounded by a community of lesbians that reflected, you know, my reality at the time. I felt like a fish out of water and just wanted to be Mm -hmm. out loud and fabulous. So I created, along with the amazing Shari Nash, the party Sundays at Café Tabac.
1: <laughs> and thank goodness for all of us. I mean, what I find really intriguing about your coming out story is that, you know, this very personal search and struggle and celebration is coming to terms with your identity. It necessitated an action to create community, you know, and community, a community that didn't really exist. I mean, how many people became more comfortable in their skin and were inspired mm-hmm. to come out because they were the beneficiaries of the community you created and how infectious it was. Um, I can for sure say that that's true for me as a woman of color at that time. I mean, seriously, what a gift this has, that has all been for all of us. It's you know, a beautiful model of how one's own truth, um, courage, creativity, and self-empowerment can resonate out into the world and create a seat for change.
0: Mm, It's so true. Um, Thank you for that. You know, everybody's story is unique and a moment of self empowerment that we can all be inspired by. You know, I had no idea that this this party and the events that I would do would actually become a lifetime of advocacy for the queer community. And I, I'm so grateful. And it's been an incredible and amazing time.
1: Oh my god, an amazing time for all of us, Wanda. Um, and there was definitely something that I felt that I could connect with. And you know, everyone's coming out story that we heard in our interviews that was deeply emotional for me, even if that person's life looked nothing like mine. And so without further ado, here's Wanda
0: sharing her coming out story. <music> My name is Wanda Acosta, and I was the owner of Starlight, Wonder Bar, and Clubhouse, which were uh, gay and lesbian bars in the East Village. I also promoted a lot of parties in New York City. I was born in Brooklyn, New York. My parents came to New York from Puerto Rico in the 1950s, and so I'm a diehard New Yorker. And I was, in my early 20s, married. I met someone when I was 20 years old, and I was married to a man. I knew that I was attracted to women. In high school, I certainly knew I was attracted to women, and I felt completely different from my girlfriends. I couldn't really get excited about you know, the football team and cheerleading and all those things that my girlfriends were doing. And I sort of forced myself to be a cheerleader, and I was miserable but um, so fast forward I met someone and and I was in love and we got married but I always was curious and I sort of dabbled and I never thought that there was anything wrong with it it was just part of who I was I never really considered that I needed to label myself or anything I mean I I thought women were beautiful I was curious and and I would have the least liaisons with 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 women It was all all sort of like sexual experimentation, really. I never really got emotionally involved with any of these women. But then uh, at one point I did meet someone and it did become more emotional and it did uh, sort of skew and change how I was feeling. And I also realized that, oh, my God, this is what's been missing all this time. I, I didn't feel like all my other girlfriends felt in their relationships. I always felt like something was just missing so our marriage, you know, fell apart, and um, we we got divorced. And I decided that, yeah, this is this is what I've what I've been looking for. And I was totally really nervous about, you know, what I felt was going to be a lifestyle change, and also concerned about what my family and friends would think. I, I was definitely not out. This was all like, you know, kind of hidden to my family and certainly to make close friends knew, but not everybody knew. I was still sort of not sure how I was gonna handle that, but I knew in my heart that this is what I wanted to pursue and this is who I was. So I had a whole another group of like gay and lesbian friends and I always had gay friends. So that was like my posse that I was hanging out with. And as I started um, discovering who I was, then I I, I was comfortable having more uh, lesbian friends so i moved out i decided this is what I'm, I'm going to try to do i want to try to have a lesbian relationship the woman that i that i left my husband for like took off because <laughs> she got freaked out and i i ended i did actually meet somebody and that was going to be like my first i'm going to really try to like you know see what it's like to have like a lesbian relationship and we dated for several months and that didn't really sort of work out but we actually ended up doing cafe to back party together i wasn't ready to come out i wasn't sure when i was going to come out coming out meaning like coming out to my family i mean my friends my close friends knew and my siblings knew, my brother and sister knew, although I told my brother a little bit later, I told my sister first, I was a little afraid to tell my brother, he's my younger brother, my younger brother, but he had made some comments, like, you know, homophobic comments in the past, and I was, I was um, reluctant to tell him, but when I did, he was totally fine, and, and I remember telling him in the, in the, in the car, I, I don't even recall how this happened, but I, I remember telling him in the car, and he gave me a hug, and he said, don't worry, you know, I still love you. So that that was easier than I expected it to go. But in terms of um, coming out to my parents, I wasn't sure when I was going to do that, and I was really a afraid to do it because i knew how they felt and i was afraid that they were going to disown me really and i was really angry i you know i knew that i had to do it eventually because i was really angry i was really angry at them and angry at my mom, you know, it's like, and, you know, rightfully so, I mean, they're curious, I'm in my late 20s, and she didn't understand, because I had been married, and then she, you know, she couldn't figure out, like, why I um, didn't have any boyfriends, and I wasn't talking about dating, and, and I had a lot of gay friends, and I mean, she knew I had gay friends, I wasn't hiding that, so I remember, she, We had a conversation, she called me on the phone and she asked me what I did over the weekend and I told her what I did and who I was with. And I guess I was was angry because I was getting so many questions all the time and I was angry at myself because I wasn't being real. I wasn't able to have the relationship that I wanted to have with them. I couldn't talk to them about certain things. So she asked me, uh, you know, I don't understand, Wanda. Why do you have so many gay friends? I don't understand what's going on with you. Why do you have so many gay friends? And I just, like, at that point, I just couldn't do it anymore. And I was like, Mom, because I'm gay too. And she got quiet, and she started crying, and I started crying, and it was like a three-hour conversation that went up and down and all around where ultimately she said, okay, you know, I think I always knew, but I didn't want to know, and I love you, this is hard for me, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. And you know it wasn't easy, <laughs> and it's it's much easier now. And I have to say, like it's fine, but it was many years. It wasn't easy for for them to to understand and to get it. If I didn't come out, I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't. It was gonna happen. And if it didn't, you know, I feel sorry for people that can't or feel that they can, because I could understand how you didn't, how you would want to commit suicide or how you would want to disappear you know somewhere for me it was it was unbearable i just couldn't do it anymore i could not live a lie anymore i could not be myself with them because not being myself with them who were the mo- most important people in my life i wasn't being myself to myself and it's suffocating and i have to say that the moment that i told them it was so liberating i didn't care i didn't give a shit who knew at that point it didn't matter that's all that mattered and it it changes you it changes you and then you know to my surprise Maybe, I don't know, like six, seven years later, my sister comes out, my my baby sister, my younger sister. And I wasn't, you know, it's funny because I wasn't ready for it either. And I guess, you know, and I was happy. I was happy for her. I was surprised. It was also, you know, and I think, I think it's the same thing that happens with parents. You know, parents are like, oh, are you sure you want to do this? You know, maybe it's not going to be such an easy life. You know, I already knew from my experiences what I, you know, was going through or had gone through, and and I thought, you sure you want to do this? So my sister actually, I think, came out to my mom. She wrote my mom a letter, and coming out, and my mom wrote me the response, (laughs) basically blaming me for influencing my sister, which, of course, we all know was not the case, but it's been a many-stage process. My dad's more, you know, kind of goes with the flow. I don't think she full, fully really accepts, but but understands that that's who we are, and, you know, she loves me and loves my sister and loves my brother. I'm glad that she, my brother had a child, so she doesn't feel like she's not a grandma. But, yeah, it's fine.
1: Thank you for listening. For more, subscribe to Sundays at Café Tobac, the podcast. You can also learn more about us and our film at CaféTobacFilm.com and at Café Tobac Film on social media.
0: Please share your thoughts with us on social media. And if you have a coming out story that you'd like for us to feature, reach out to us via our website. Happy Pride, everybody. Be safe.